testing one two three okay okay bring up the other thing okay holy father god thank you for showing me that and lord i pray in the name of the lord jesus christ uh, thank you for prayer thank you lord for speaking to my heart to make sure that that was going and holy father god we pray that you would uh, grant us your grace and the power of your holy spirit to love right to live right to think right to do right to act right and to do that which is pleasing in your sight for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever have all of us lord to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our wicked sins and help us to get back to you our first love <clears throat> and holy father god help all of us who name the name of christ to do that and lord i do pray that you would save those who are not saved revive those who are saved heal those who are sick comfort those who are grieving and mourning and draw them to yourself for salvation uh, lord as they go through the pain of the coronavirus and we have been warned today that a worse version of the coronavirus is afoot so holy father god help us to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves and holy father god we pray in the name of the lord jesus christ that you would lift our burdens cares and worries and anxieties and troubles and problems and fears from our feeble hearts and fill us lord with your peace that pass of all understanding and your joy unspeakable and your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart and Holy Father God, we pray that you will deliver us today, help us to truly confess our sins and repent and do right by you. And then Lord, we pray by your grace, you deliver us from all of our afflictions and distresses, tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests, uh, and Lord, <coughs> and tensions. Uh, Lord, as you know, today, someone, uh, a person who is doing a good job, said that people are very, very bitter today, very angry today, uh, and, uh, and upset I had in fact Lord two people said that today two strangers said that today and so uh, Holy Father God help your people to be cool calm and collected as Arthur Ashe and even more so and Holy Father God, because of your grace and your Holy Word and your Holy Spirit, <coughs> help us, Lord, to be 
help your children to stand up and to let their little light shine as you have commanded us to do and not put it under a bushel and get down in the dumps with the world but to get busy to downsize our lives to stop trying to uh, get rich or die trying uh, to downsize in every area so that we can be uh, free to warn people of the wrath to come and to warn them of the hell to come and to tell them about your Holy Son the Lord Jesus Christ without the encumbrance of debt and trying to strive to pay for stuff that we really don't need and so Holy Father God I do pray Lord, and help your people to be wise enough to do it ahead of time before they're forced to do it and uh, and that is downsize and so Lord we pray that you would indeed deliver us also those of us who are saved from all spiritual mental physical emotional family financial student loan debt student progress problems uh, Lord uh, protect uh, millions of people saved and lost especially your people from a housing crisis food crisis medical crisis utilities crisis and Lord, I pray tonight that you'd bless and protect all of uh, my family and all other families that name the name of Christ. Protect us all from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. And Lord, place upon us tonight the whole arm of God. Surround us with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ and make us to be whiter than snow on the inside. Receive all glory, praise, and honor to your name from what little we can do, for we're not even worthy to give you praise and glory. And lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ so that others will hear the gospel understand the gospel and get saved by believing in Jesus Christ for it is in his name we pray and for his sake amen <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God. At Proverbs chapter 7 verses 1 through 10, My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live in my law as the apple of thine eye bind them upon thy fingers write them upon the table of thine heart say unto wisdom thou art my sister 
and call understanding thy kinswoman, that they may keep thee from the strange woman, from the stranger which flattereth with her words. For at the window of my house I looked through my casement, and beheld among the simple ones, I discern among the youths. Daniel and Daniel Ezekiel. I'm sure you remember this passage. A young man void of understanding passing through the street near her corner and he went the way to her house in the twilight in the evening in the black and dark night and behold there met him a woman with the attire of an harlot and subtle of heart shall we pray Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for your holy word. And Lord, uh, I pray that you would give us an understanding of it. Help us to understand your holy word. Help us to comprehend it. Help us to remember it. Help us not to cast it behind our backs. Help us to love it to cherish it and to obey it and to apply it to our lives and to teach it and preach it unto others and to preach a holy gospel from it. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and evening. This is the podcast, and this is episode number 587. We are reading at this time at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15 which reads, But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Dr. Spurgeon continues, Many Christians remain stunted and dwarfed in spiritual things so as to present the same appearance year after year. No up springing of advanced and refined feeling is manifest in them. 
They exist but do not grow up into him in all things. But should we rest content with being in the green blade when we might advance to the ear and eventually ripen into the full corn in the ear? Should we be satisfied to believe in Christ and to say, I am safe without wishing to know in our own experience more of the fullness which is to be found in him? It should not be so. We should, as good traders in heaven's market, covet to be enriched in the knowledge of Jesus. It is all very well to keep other men's vineyards, but we must not neglect our own spiritual growth and ripening. Why should it always be winter time in our hearts, coldness in our hearts? We must have our seed time, it is true, but oh, for a springtime, yea, a summer season as well, which shall give promise of an early harvest. Glory be to God. If we, if we would ripen in grace, we must live near to Jesus in his presence, ripened by the sunshine of his smiles. We must hold sweet communion with him. We must leave the distant view of his face and come near, as John did, and pillow our head on his breast. Then shall we find ourselves advancing in holiness, in love, in faith, in hope, in charity. I'm adding that, yea, in every precious gift, as the sun rises first on mountaintops and gilds them with his light and presents one of the most charming sights to the eye of the traveler, so is it one of the most delightful contemplations in the world to mark the glow of the Spirit's light on the head of some saint who has risen up in spiritual stature, like Saul above his fellows, till like a mighty alp, snow-capped, he reflects first among the chosen the beams of the sun of righteousness and bears the sheen of his effulgence, high aloft for all to see and seeing it to glorify his Father, which is in heaven. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, help us to make sure that we grow thereby, that we uh, pray and read your holy word uh, so that uh, it will not always be winter in our hearts and no springtime, no summertime, and no harvest. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to the family segment, what I call the family verses, where this is our uh, third day, I think, of hearing from God His commandments to husbands. And this is why I tell you wives, have faith in God, the same words that Jesus Christ told us to do. I believe the reason why there's so many problems in marriages and why uh, so many women refuse to submit to their husbands uh, is because they do not have faith in God. They don't trust God <coughs> to lead and guide their husbands. But I'm here to tell you, God is worthy of your trust. You need to relax. You need to calm down. My daughter Daniqua. She should not have done it. But she told her the truth. She, uh, my, my wife was fretting. And had a bad attitude. And everything. Her, her daughter. Daniqua. Just stop by before on her way to the bathroom. Say, Mommy, you need to calm down. Just, just calm down. I mean, and and basically, translation: you need to trust the Lord and have faith in the Lord. And that's what all wives need to do: pray and read the Bible. Put your faith in the Lord. Stop trying to make your husband something. And that's not your job. God is the molder and the maker and the builder up of your husband. Not you. You're there to be a helpmeet. To do what God has called him to do. But uh, the passage reads... Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. That is a commandment. And I said all of that before to say this to you women who are depressed and defeated and disgusted and sad and mad and you're not calmed down yet. You have not calmed down yet in God. Don't you worry, see, you need to hear this, because if you don't have faith in God, you're not going to believe that God is going to make your husband be what he wants him to be. And you need to understand that this entire passage, where God commands the husband, the wife, the father, the mother, and the children, you need to understand that uh, God is in control of your family. God is the one who puts you in a family. And you need to be thankful that you're put in a family. And you must understand, I don't care who uh, makes up the family, how famous they are, how beautiful they are, how much money they have. They're millionaires, billionaires divorcing. Because, see, people don't understand 
God is perfect and God is holy and we're not. So there's agitation and there's tension because we have a sinful nature. In fact, in fact, you have tension and agitation by yourself. Why? Because you are a sinner. And if you are a Christian, you're going against the grain. And you can easily get caught up how uh, David got caught up. God delivered him being envious at the prosperity of the wicked. Why can she do that? Here I am a Christian trying to serve the Lord and I'm praying and reading the Bible and I, I can't even get a man to, do, to look at me. She has three or four, she's been divorced three or four times before she's 30 years old. You can't look at that. You can't get envious at the prosperity of the wicked. You got to focus on God and what he has in store for you and I assure you that if you're his child, he has something in store for you. But you must trust in him. And if you're married, you must trust God regarding your husband and submit and uh, obey and be a blessing and do your job. Do what you're supposed to do. See, because it boils down to that uh, after a while by and by in marriage. Faithfully doing what you know you're supposed to do, whether you feel like doing it or not. And so husbands, same, same for you. Love your wife. That's a commandment. That is not a suggestion. Uh, you can't uh, go off the deep end and say, well, you know what? Uh, I like this woman over here. I love this woman over here. You may. So what? So uh, you need to understand, uh, husbands who get tired of the, your wives, uh, everybody, uh, let, me, let me just share this with you, and it's going to hurt some of your feelings, but we all do, we all get tired of uh, the, the same old spouse. That's just our wicked, sinful nature. We thank God for the few who don't. Thank God. But what's love got to do with it? Your feelings of love. Nothing. It's all about God's love. Your love is not worth anything, really. I know you, I know you. This is not a Harlequin romance. This is holiness of life that God wants. And God's people, God's children, they roll up their sleeves and they do what they're supposed to do, whether they feel like doing it or not. With the help of God. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church. God wants you to love your wife. He commands it as Christ loves the church. And Christ does love the church. But do you always feel that way? Do you feel loved all the time? You know that you're loved by Christ because he said he will never leave you nor forsake you. God is love. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, so therefore he is God. 
And you know that he loves you, but do you always feel loved? Does his love always make you feel loved? It may not look like love sometimes. Because he's chastising you. He's disrupting your life <clears throat> to get your attention and get you back on point in fellowship with him. That's not a pretty process. There's no roses, man, woman, from Jesus. No date. Because we're not dating anymore in, in God's eyes. You mine. You have been bought with a price. Okay? So you're going to do... God does not play. Now, God's not going to make you do anything, but He's going to help you to understand you're going to do what I want you to do. I'm going to break you, make you, and mold you. And it's not a pretty process. And oftentimes it takes a long time to get you where He wants you to be. Church, bride of Christ. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Love is not always pretty. Dr. James Dobson said, love must be tough. That's the best thing he ever said in his life. That's real talk. I mean, that right there stuck in the Christian community. Love must be tough. I don't know if he's the original author of that. It does not matter to me. But love must be tough. I learned that way back. I was a young preacher, young Christian. And I remember when that book came out. Love must be tough. And love is not all. And so here's, here's another one for you. I guess it's original with me. I don't know. Love is not always pretty. And love may not always look like love to you. And that's what you want. You want cotton candy and candy apples and all of that and Coney Island all the time. It is not, that's not what the Christian life is about. I don't know what you, where you get that from. Oh, I know where you got it from. From these false pro pro uh, prophets and false pastors trying to make you think that the Christianity is, is six flags on steroids. It's not, man. I don't know. People. It's not. Never has been that. There are Christians today who are hurting very much so. And you need to stop lying about it and hiding and curled up in a fetal position. And you're a member of a church and you won't tell the truth and shame the devil that you're going through hell. Probably because of your own sins. You don't want to admit that. Or you're going through a trial and you, and you have been taught that Christians ought to be blessed and highly favored all of the time. We are blessed and highly favored. But if we get out of God's will, we're going to get our tails whipped. Now that's a fact. Look at me real good. <laughs> God is not playing with you. I mean, he's more concerned about holiness than your happiness. Huh? You, you, you understand? God is more concerned about your holiness than your happiness. Care about you being happy? Be holy and then you'll be happy. Consistently, not just when you want something. I 
I told my wife today, I reminded her of something. My children know all about it. They've seen it. See, I have lived by faith in serving God because God called me to serve Him full time. And so I'm totally dependent upon God providing money for us to live. And throughout our marriage, if the money is low and and and, and, and and so forth, she gets to fretting and worried while I'm praying. Bad attitude, bad spirit, disobedient, rebellious, no faith in God. In front of the children. But when God answers the prayer, some money comes in. Oh, she, she get her little list out and, excuse me, daddy. Excuse me, daddy, may I get this and may I get that? I said, no, I, told, I had to tell her today. I said, listen, you should know better than that now. You've done that for over 34 years. I said, you need to stop doing that. As soon as you see the money, then you want to act right. But while I'm praying for the money to come in, you give me hell instead of help. I said, that's not how it ought to be, and you know it. Jesus is saying the same thing to his bride. Stop looking at my hand and look at my head and look at my heart. Don't worry about the money and the material things. I own everything. The cattle on a thousand hills and the cattle and the hills. Oh, everything. I created everything. You don't have to worry about that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things shall be added unto you. Without pain. Without debt. See, and see, see, some of you people got caught up in the prosperity gospel when you really, all it was is the good credit gospel. The credit game. And I, I, t- I told you, they play with the credit. They know how to manipulate the credit game while the play was going on and they wanted you to go and buy houses, buy houses and cars and stuff like that. They lowered the interest rate and raised your credit before your eyes. I tried to tell you that there are people in this world who can manipulate your credit. That's not a hard and fast thing. If they want you to have a house or the economy is kind of low and they want you to have that house and buy that house, they'll raise your credit up. And some of y'all went out there like, I don't want to say it, and bought a house and now look at the rate. See, they, they, They're bamboozling you and now you can hardly stay in the house. You can't even pay the utility bill. I told you that if you go to Dollar General, stuff that you paid twelve and thirteen dollars for, you know the things we like at Dollar General: paper towels, tissue, one dollar. Hmm. And you come out paying fifty dollars. There's something wrong somewhere, and we're in a whole lot of trouble. A whole lot of trouble. And now you can't even pay your utility bill. In that beautiful house you bought during the play. When they bamboozled you and messed with your credit. And raised your credit. And you knew that your, your credit was not that high. There are people. There are. 
I don't want to say providers, there are, um, are people that have been chosen throughout society who are like assistants to the banking industry and the Fed and the government and so forth, that they have the power to, to literally change your numbers. It's not uh, throughout the play. We don't hear this. Watch this. We don't hear this now too much. But throughout the plague, the coronavirus plague, I tell you what, we, not only do we manipulate your credit, I tell you what, I tell you what, you get on this app right here, and you go to the credit bureau and boost your credit yourself. 10, 15, 20 points. Even black people. Huh? Don't don't be fooled. Don't be bamboozled by people. And and I knew what they were doing. And you jumped down there and bought your new car. Jumped out there. Don't even have income because you, you, you're part of the great... Uh, 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 quitting, uh, resigning of your job. Went out and bought your big fine house on Pork Chop Hill, and now you can't buy a Pork Chop. My credit shot up, and I said, "Look at these people." I didn't, I didn't buy into it. I, I told you during the coronavirus plague, and I'm going to tell you now. You need to sell your big fine house on Pork Chop Hill as fast as you can. If you're making a payment on a car, on a car you need to sell it as fast as you can. You made it. God bless you to make it as far as the American way is concerned. But as fast as you can, you need to get into a car that's paid for. Get your bicycle that's paid for. Get you a house that you can pay for, a tiny house. A double wide. If you're a retirement age, a motorhome, paid for. For most of you, that's what you need to be doing. You need to be downsizing. Because things are worse and they're getting worse. And... Uh, Gave himself for and Jesus Christ gave himself for us that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word if you love your wife husband you will pray with your wife I guarantee you that and you will read the word with your wife and let me tell you something about, about most women not all there are some super women out there at least they think they are super. Let me just say a couple of things here that's going to just go ahead and upset people and cause people to leave me tonight. And they won't come back until another week. It's mostly women. Let me just say this to you. In most cases, 
husband, your wife is not going to lead the family devotions. She's not going to do the family devotions. That is, pray and read the Bible with the family. There are some older saints, some older women who will get on down there. My mother, she'll get on down there and pray and, and read the Bible every day. Most women are not going to do that. I, I don't have time to explain all of that, but most are not. You need to lead your wife and you need to lead your children in prayer and reading the Bible every day. You're the pastor of that church. First James Johnson Family Church. You're the pastor. And you make sure you do that. Other, and I've said this for over 20 years. It is a crime for a Christian man, a man, to leave his family in the morning and not pray with his wife and pray with his children. Let me say something else to you about uh, women preachers. And, uh, I mean, women pastors. There's nothing wrong with women preachers. Women pastors over men. Uh, one of the reasons why God set it up this way, where men ought to be the pastors and the leaders over the women in the church and in the home. God has already explained it, but let me just say it this way to you. Because with a man, listen to me carefully, with a man... When he sins and if he sins, he's not led into anything. He knows exactly what he's doing. Whereas a woman uh, can be deceived and led astray by the devil and by wicked men. They can be, and before they know it, they're already into it. Whereas a man has the ability to see the danger and if he like Adam did uh, chooses to commit the sin he's going to do so but he knows exactly he knows exactly what he's doing there are many women many women who do not need to be in that strong important role of pastoring over men and women and children because they can be easily deceived by the devil I I know you don't like it, but I'm just, God just dropped that in my spirit earlier today, and I'm just telling you what he told me. That's just a reality. <clears throat> Let me break it down to you further. When a man is with a woman, he knows, and if he's a saved man, he knows exactly what is going on here. And, and because oftentimes she's so intoxicating and so, uh, so beautiful, he chooses to go get it. Now, uh, he, but he's not deceived. He chooses to go get it. There are, on the flip side, women who can get sucked in by a man, a charming man, and before they know, they caught up and then had sex, and and and, and they, they they then they're asking their girlfriend, well, "How in the world? What did I do?" Men don't ask questions like that. They don't ask, "What did I do?" They know what they did. Women be asking their girlfriends, 
what did I do? I did just zip, bam, boom, and he, he just swept me off my feet. And uh, Okay, now you can like that, lump it, choke on it, whatever you want to do, but that's the reality, and the Bible bears that out. That's the, one of the main reasons why God does not want women <coughs> pastoring a church over men and women and children. And most women don't want it because they fear that there's, there's going to be some problems. Most women don't. <clears throat> most women would rather have a male pastor leading them. You say, I'll, I'll never come back and hear you again because I am woman. Hear me roar, son. <laughs> You'll be back. I'm not worried about that. That he, pardon me, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. God is all about us being holy. He wants us to be happy and cheerful and joyful and at peace. But if you don't get holiness straightened out, that's not coming. These are byproducts of living a holy life. Being saved, born again, and living a holy, righteous life in God's sight with God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, pushing all of that out, if you will. They get the glory for it all. For as Spurgeon said, it's all of grace. See? You people need to calm down in the words of Daniqua Grace White. You need to calm down and trust in God. Pray to God. Do what God tells you to do. See, you'll never be calm if you don't do what God tells you to do. Calm, cool, and collected. Verse 28. So men to love their wives, I, ha I have to wrap it up, as their own bodies, he that loveth his wife loveth himself. <coughs> For saved men, I do not believe that this is a problem. Wives, if your husband, if it seems like your husband is holding something back from you, from you that you think you ought to have, you like all the other women to be saying you ought to have and all that, there's a reason for that. Okay, that's all hidden in God and in Him. What you need to do, honey, is do your part. Don't worry about what you get, what you are not getting, and other people are getting. Okay? and But I believe that every Christian husband has you on his mind. I wish I could sing that, that Willie Nelson song. I mean, what a song, and beautiful. Old Willie Nelson. You always on my mind. You always on my mind. And he goes off into that little tenor. I'm here to tell you, listen to me. A saved man, you're on his mind, honey. He loves you. He wants the best for you. But if he's a wise husband, he's not going to give you everything you want 
and you're not doing what God told you to do. Especially if you neglect and mess over those children. Listen to me. If you want to see the bear rise up, that man rise up on you, you mess over those children and don't feed those children and don't change those children and don't bathe those children. Girl, you're going to get yourself in a whole lot of trouble with him. And see, some of these men are more uh, gentle than I am about things. And they won't say anything. See, But inside, you you on punishment, girl. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you don't know it. <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, see, he has the power to punish you. Meaning, it's not to, to withhold things from you that you want. And not be so eager to take you out on an expensive date like pastor's pastor is taking his wife on. And trying to egg you on to spending $400 on you on a date. Are you kidding me? A good husband is just not going to roll with you like that. If you're not willing to do what you're supposed to be doing, baby, you've got to learn your lesson. You've got to be trained. You've got to be taught. Uh, I know you're saying, but, oh, I am woman. Hear me roll. I'm ferocious. Okay. That don't mean anything to God or to your husband. And they're not moving real fast on certain things that you want to him to move real fast on. You're under punishment. You don't know us. I will tell you. <laughs> I'm not doing a thing. I'm not doing Get your behind and wash them dishes that the roaches are climbing over that your children eat off of go in there and feed your children three meals a day that's what I'm going to say huh? do your job oh I hate him so much I <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not mad at him the, the feelings are mutual baby because if you didn't do what I told you we were going to have a problem uh, yeah, all the way to the point of that if you want to be break bad and leave, you're going to be husbandless. You won't be married anymore to me because you can get it if you don't want to do what you're supposed to be doing. I made that clear to my wife before we got married. You got to have order. Your children deserve order in the family. Structure, order, so that they can move on with their lives and get things done. See, the family is not designed just to sit in the den and watch videos all day. That's not, that's the American way. The family needs to be moving forward because you're moving forward whether you think so or not, whether you want to or not. Yeah, everybody going up and out. And they need to be ready. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh. Have you ever hated your flesh, sir? I don't hate myself. I love I love myself. I love me. Yes, I do. But nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. My wife rubs down my legs and my feet from standing and preaching every day, every night, with 
certain creams and things. Why? Because I love me. <laughs> well, God wants you to love your wife the same way. Make sure that, you know, you love her and make sure she has what she needs as well. Not always what she desires, but what she needs. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother. And all this is tough stuff, you know, leaving home and all of that. And shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. This is deep, okay? You say, preacher, don't you preach on this every day? The same passage? Yes. How many days have you done in this series, Standing Between Living and Dead? Oh, almost 800 days in a row. You can't exhaust it. It is so deep, and, 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 and the problem is people don't want to hear it because they don't want to do it. And you're never going to be happy, you're never going to be cheerful, you're never going to be joyful. In your life, if you don't do uh, family God's way, do you know that family, if your family is jacked up, it's going to disrupt everything in your life? Your job, your business, you're going to... Go to the job like typical Americans. Got your little dingy coffee cup and you sit there looking sad and pissed. What's wrong, Jim? What's wrong, Jane? Oh, my marriage and family. Oh, you having problems? Come on over here, let me rub your back. And then before you know it, there you go. You know, you're making things worse. You in the bed with... Uh, your boss or some co-worker and now everything is spiraling out of control completely. If your family is jacked up, everything else is going to be jacked up. Everything. You cannot compartmentalize these things. <coughs> People. <coughs> When it comes, God cannot be compartmentalized. <laughs> do you hear me? You can do that with your little job, but you can't do that with God. There's no compartmentalization going on here. Everything, everything is right here in front of you. All right, I'll leave it there. If the Lord tells us coming we will deal with the children and isn't it interesting you got you got i i don't think husbands have that much of a problem with the word like like but you got wives who hate their part you have teenagers who hate their part i don't get i don't get much uh, uh static from the men i don't about it because well, first of all, they either going to obey God or they're not. They already made up their minds. <clears throat> and, 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 and if they're saved, they love to hear the truth like all other saved people, whether they do it or not. 
But there's some women who hate my guts for dealing with that subject. Oh, and they're out to get me. They're out to get me, buddy. Uh, they want me to stop doing this because this is shaking up the, rocking the boat, turning the boat over. Uh, I don't want my husband here in that. Y'all, somebody stop him. Let's pray for all the families, saved families, families that name the name of Christ and those that don't. Holy Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for this magnificent time together. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for your presence your might and your power. And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of families that don't know you as Savior. I pray, Lord, for the revival of families that do. And Lord, help them by the help of your Holy Ghost. Lord, to come to you uh, and come to know you as Savior. Help them to hear the gospel and be saved uh, for those who are lost. And by the power of your Holy Ghost, revive those who are saved and lead them to obey your Holy Word so that their family can be what it should be. And Lord, those families that can get back together, help them to do so. And Lord, we also pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving around the globe. And Lord, we pray for some who are grieving around the globe tonight. Pray for millions who are suffering and grieving. But we pray for some, a few by name. We pray for the family and friends of Columbia resident Aladdin, we pray, Lord, for, uh, that is Aladdin Mutafa, we pray for the family and friends of Albanian resident Jaina Malakoc, and we pray, Lord, for the family and friends of South Carolina resident Charles L.G. Davenport. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Mississippi resident Jennifer Lee. We pray for the family and friends of Turkish resident Gurkhan Gurkson. And Holy Father God, we pray now for all people who are in the ministry of government. We pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, we pray that you will cast the demons of hell out of people who are in the ministry of government, and uh, Lord, cast them out of office if they're not supposed to be there, for we have charlatans and false prophets, and we also have false police officers, false presidents, and we pray that you lead God and direct the good ones, Lord, to lead God and direct their respective areas, so that we may lead uh, uh, safe and peaceful lives. 
And Holy Father God, somehow, Lord, it, uh, well, Lord, I'll just continue to pray. Uh, I do pray for all Christians who are being persecuted in the world for their faith. Protect them and provide for them and deliver them. And Holy Father God, we pray that you would grant us all your grace and your strength for our, our trying times and even for our dying times, if that be your will. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, for all of the people who have sent in prayer requests as well. Not only these few, but Lord, the thousands who have sent in prayer requests down through the years, we pray for all of them and for these. Help them to pray and help us to pray for them. And we also pray uh, for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And Lord, we pray for Marie Grace. Please place the strongest protection over her house and property. Deliver her from the gangs and give her new life. We pray, Lord, for George. Please enable him to devote his life to knowing you and concentrating on spiritual matters. Enable him to complete all tasks in his workplace so the auditor will be satisfied. We pray for his wife to realize that he loves her and obey uh, and that she should obey and honor him. We pray Lord for Pastor Rashibi. Please heal Timothy from problems with his prostate and kidneys. Please heal Melanie's eyes completely and bless the surgery. Please heal and comfort Dan and Evelyn after their mother's death and bless them with the money they need for support. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, for the people who have trusted in you, who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. We pray, Lord, for, for Isaac. We pray for Henry. We pray for Louis. We pray for Chi. We pray for Mark. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you as well. We pray for Laura. Fiona, Debbie, Harriet, Augusto, and all of the thousands of people who got saved and who have rededicated their lives uh, to you down through the years. <coughs> and Holy Father God, as we continue right on into the Wednesday night service, we pray for over three million people to come to know your Savior. We pray for the revival of your church. We pray for the healing of families. We pray for the healing of this nation. Blessings and guidance for all pastors, church leaders, and missionaries. We pray for the salvation, leadership, and wisdom for the president and for all governmental officials who run this country and all other countries. We pray for the Christians being persecuted around the world that you would comfort them and protect them. We pray for the protection of millions of people from monkeypox. England has crossed over a thousand. I think that's the most in the Western world uh, in our history. I do believe Ebola is still here. Zika is still here. Coronavirus 
um, variant, the worst ever, is on the rise and is afoot. We pray for the Rohingya refugees and all refugees that you would provide for them and deliver them and save them. We pray for the Better Israel People Group to receive the gospel and help they need to get out of poverty. We pray and other uh, problems that they're facing. We pray for Asia Bibi and her family, Andrew Brunson and his family, Miriam Ibrahim and her family. Uh, we pray for Saeed Abedini and his family and Lord help uh, him and his wife to cut out the foolishness and go on with their lives and be thankful for the miracle that you performed for uh, him. And uh, we pray, Lord, for all migrants from, the, from South America, Middle East, Africa, to be saved, blessed, and provided for. And Holy Father God, we pray that you would continue to bless and anoint and prosper Gospelite Society Ministries International and all of the ministries connected to it. And Lord, we pray also that you'll bless and anoint and prosper and use all of the podcasts. And, uh, and Lord, help us to move forward on that in the way that you see fit. Uh, and Lord, we pray that you'll bless and use those podcasts to bring people to yourself around the globe. And Holy Father God, we also pray, uh, Lord, for the people uh, on our Wednesday night prayer request. And I want to start with um, number, uh, as I have already prayed for the, and the all, all of the others, uh, all of the other folks in our church ministry, uh, pray over 12, this is a vast list of people, so you pray over 12 consecutively, as I will start, uh, probably at number 7. Holy Father God, we pray for Pastor Bershebi, and with Pastor Bershebi, we give thanks to you for the souls saved at their church meetings. Thank you for the good report from the meeting in Soroti. Thank you for Timothy's continued recovery. Please heal Melanie's eyes and bless the surgery. Please bless them with a water well. Please comfort Greg's family after he was killed in a motorbike accident. Enable them to register church properties with the government. Deliver them from economic hardships. Bless them with peaceful elections. Bless them with church construction and financial resources. For open-air gospel crusades, bless them as they fast and pray. For those of you, uh, probably based upon the crowds we've had over the past uh, several weeks, uh, no doubt in the thousands, uh, don't sit there and be bored. You pray for yourself, you pray for your family. If you don't have a prayer list, write one right now. The devil hates <coughs> God's people praying over a prayer list because that's very strategic praying. We ought to pray from our hearts. But uh, since we have feeble minds, uh, many of us, we need to pray using a prayer list 
And, uh, and if you don't have a prayer list, you want a prayer list, you can go to Gospel Light House of Prayer. And I believe our technicians have the prayer list up that we pray over. If not, uh, technicians, producers, and directors, make sure the prayer list, the up-to-date prayer list, is on Gospelite House of Prayer. Lord, we pray for Cecil. Please protect them as they travel to a family reunion and bless the Sunday school and worship service. Help them all to return to their homes as new creatures in Christ Jesus. We pray for Vicki. Please heal Christy Carson, a nurse who is in heart failure after giving birth to twins. We pray, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the babies who were dedicated to the Lord to be raised up in the way of the Lord by their parents and to be taught by the Lord himself. Please bless Pastor Patrick and his wife, Jennifer, who are over the new church in Nairobi, Kenya. Connected to Pastor Bushibi, thank you for Timothy and Melanie's recovery. Please heal them completely without surgery. Deliver them from economic hardships. Bless them with peaceful elections. Bless them with church construction and financial resources for open-air gospel crusades. Bless them as they fast and pray. Lord, we pray for Tammy. Please bless her with the money she needs. We pray for Jensen. Please destroy the works of Satan in his life and give him abundant life. Completely deliver him from all evil spirits and witchcraft. Help him not to feel lonely. Give him healing, health, prosperity, and the Holy Spirit's anointing in his mind, soul, body, and life. Give him complete healing in his mind and thoughts. Bless him with a good job and house. Protect him from the coronavirus. We pray for Jillian. Please give her guidance, direction, purpose. Show her what my her calling is. Give her wisdom, confidence, support, and new opportunities regarding lifestyle and all relationships. Protect her from spiritual attacks. Deliver her from unclean spirits and curses. Help her to be closer, connected to Jesus. We pray, Lord, for Vicki, for your perfect will to be done in Brian's life. We pray for Raphael. Please strengthen him. We pray for Alfonso. Please heal him from pain in his left hand, left leg, and all cervical pain. And Holy Father God, we pray now for the people who have gotten saved through uh, the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. We pray, Lord, for 12 there, and then, Lord, we pray for 12 more out of the vast list of people who have uh, gotten saved uh, and who have rededicated their life to you. Lord, we pray for Sabrina Chamba and Da'a Salam. Uh, Tanz- uh, Tanzania, who got saved. Augusto Patricio in uh, Coimbra, Portugal, who got saved. We pray for Adabin Raul in Malaysia, who got saved through the preaching of the gospel, through this ministry. And we give you the glory, praise, and honor for these folks who have trusted in you. We pray for Alan uh, Kabayu in Maputo, Mozambique. We pray for Claudio Malali at University of Southern Indiana who got saved. Philip Vander Westhusen 
in Western Cape, South Africa, who heard the gospel and got saved, Hamid Kalali in France, Luz Dari Ortiz in Colombia, Jessica Allen in Panama, Rolanda Casimir in Gon Avis, Haiti, Florcita Vania in Jimenez, Ronald Ford in Aurora, Colorado, Michael Greenwood in Lynette, Alabama, Daniel Del Vale in uh, Daniel Del Valle, Valle in Mexico City, uh, Distrito Federal, Mexico. Okay, and we pray for X, uh, X I A O Y H U U A N Z H I I in Shanghai, China, who heard the gospel uh, through this ministry and got saved. We pray for John Bundala in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, Yimi Martinez in Venezuela, Katia Mendez in Tercia Island. Uh, Adeyanju Isaac in Lagos, Nigeria. And now, Lord, we pray for Therese in Rwanda, and we pray now for the people who have rededicated their life to you further down on the list. Lord, we pray for Alex Furlan in Atyral Guriev the Republic of Kazakhstan. We pray for Vijay Perumandala in Hyderabad, Andhra Pradesh, India. Sorel Botha in Collinville, Gauteng, South Africa. John Jr., St. Julian in Haiti. Angelica Campos, Pierce in Pasco, Peru. Lloyd Yong Thang in Vietnam, Aladel Asona, Vera Karushahaya in Moscow, Russia, Willie Luke, um, Maria Ramirez in Lebano. We pray for Pamela Malamla in East London, Chipping Kavul. Samuel Carl Scola Boniface in Cristo Virgil OKE um, Moise Steve Nasirol in Lapopo Ronald Brutus Jiang Jiang in uh, Gangzhou Anthony Ayum in Koforidua Ghana Timothy Charles in Go Venus, Go Go Navis, Haiti, uh, Manuel Marquez in Brazil, Nadia Van uh, Bill John in Pretoria, South Africa. And Lord, we thank you for all of these people. Uh, help them all to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and to continue to attend church here so that they can grow thereby and be the disciples you want them to be. In Jesus Christ's name, we do pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, 
John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten son, God gave up his only begotten son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, the word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ. Should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, that, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. 
was buried and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner and I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. And Lord, I, don't, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins past and to truly repent of my sins present and to turn from my evil life and to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10 verse 9, uh, and this is what the book title is based on, I am the door, Jesus Christ said, by me if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer.